Hello, and welcome to the Foothills Deeper Pod, a podcast for all of us looking to bring more love and more courage into our daily lives. I'm Reverend Elaine, one of your hosts, and today's episode is an invitation to connect with your true self, to really engage in the soul work that lives at the core of the spiritual life. And we have such a kind and grounded guide in the Reverend Kelly Dignan, who invites us not only to contemplate our true inner nature, but who will guide us through a meditation designed to help us invite the divine spark within us to truly and genuinely shine and guide us through our days. Reverend Kelly is a spiritual director and a coach who empowers people to rediscover their connection to true self, community, nature, and spirit. She is a mystic with a deep connection to the natural world. Kelly holds a Master of Divinity from Iliff School of Theology. She's a board-certified coach and an ordained Unitarian Universalist minister. And Kelly served three Colorado congregations before focusing on spiritual coaching. And before that, Kelly had a 22-year career in business. Kelly was our guest preacher this past Sunday in our Foothills Sanctuary, and we were so glad that she joined us. And we'll begin today's episode with the voice of our own Reverend Gretchen Haley offering a reading from Quaker educator and thinker Parker Palmer, and then we'll transition into Kelly's message. We are born with a seed of selfhood that contains the spiritual DNA of our uniqueness an encoded birthright knowledge of who we are, why we are here, and how we are related to others. We may abandon that knowledge as the years go by, but it never abandons us. Philosophers haggle about what to call this core of our humanity. Thomas Merton called it our true self. Buddhists call it original nature, or big self. Quakers call it the inner teacher, or the inner light. Hasidic Jews call it the spark of the divine. Humanists call it identity and integrity. In popular parlance, people often call it the soul. What we name it matters little to me, but that we name it matters a great deal. For it is the objective, ontological reality of selfhood that keeps us from reducing ourselves or each other to biological mechanisms psychological projections, sociological constructs, or raw material to be manufactured into whatever society needs. Those reductions diminish our humanity and constantly threaten the quality of our lives. We need places and spaces within us and between us that welcome the wisdom of the soul. We're born with this seed of selfhood 
that contains the spiritual DNA of our uniqueness. Over time, we may abandon ourself, our true self, but it never abandons us. As Gretchen said, those words of Parker Palmer have inspired many spiritual seekers over the years, including those who take UU Wellspring, which some of you may have taken or get, are, are getting ready to take. It's a program about, that helps us deepen our UU identity in small circles of trust, where everyone listens deeply to each other so that we can all pay attention to our true selves or souls. Parker Palmer tells us, and you use agree with him, that the spiritual journey is too full of twists and turns to do alone. It's in community that we journey best. And that is why it's so exciting to have new members joining our faith always and today. We do, we, we return to the home of our soul in community, and we do do it in solitude. But what do we even mean by the soul or the true self? Here's how I like to describe it. It's like each of us is born shining brightly like a lamp with no lampshade over it. And the lamp is our true self. But over time, lampshades come over us to protect us or prove us, just to, to shield us. And those lampshades may make it look like our light is diminishing, but in reality, the light is never dimming. It never gets turned off. It never really is abandoned. It's just those lampshades that hide it. No one really knows what the lamp is made up of. You know, and we as you use those tricky religious words like soul kind of uh, get under our skin. But I want to quote Mary Oliver again. She says, nobody knows what the soul is. It comes and goes like the wind over water. I like to think of it as wind. We can't see wind or touch it, these are my words, not Mary Oliver's, just in case you were wondering. I'm not, I'm not confusing myself with her, I promise. <laughs> we can't see wind or touch it, but we certainly know its functions. It cools us. It generates energy. It carries heat and moisture, pollutants, but also pollens. Similarly, the true self or the soul can't be seen or touched but we can name its functions. It's bright. It's like a lamp. It shines brightly. It keeps us rooted and grounded. It keeps us connected to community and relationships that are essential if we're to thrive. The true self tells us the truth about ourselves, our world, and the relationships between us even if the truth is hard to hear. The true self is full of wisdom and intuition and creativity. It has a perspective that's really wide. And instead of looking at life through a tiny little straw, when we 
remember and return to the home of our souls, the whole perspective widens. The true self or the soul is our inner teacher. Curious, courageous, confident, and grateful. So like the wind, it's invisible, intangible, and yet noticeable. Then there are the lampshades. Those get created by forces from outside us and within us. Lampshades get created by racism, sexism, economic injustice, other social oppressions. Lampshades get put on us by our own jealousy, resentment, self-doubt, fear, and other perils of the inner life. Lampshades aren't bad. They just are. And they appear every day. My lampshades come in a variety of forms. And I can tell that they're there by my behaviors and by my body. People-pleasing, that's a lampshade I've got. It lives right in my belly and it feels tight. Perfectionism lives in my shoulders and makes me slump. And it's got a real thick, kind of brocadey, grandma-like, old, like my old, old great-grandma's lampshade with all the, you know, that. Wanting certainty, that lampshade lives right here in my furrowed brow. An urge and compulsion to get things done lives in my upper chest and it, it like gets revved up. Revy K, Revy Kelly, right? I get revved up. The spiritual practice then is to, I've got others, but the spiritual practice is to notice them every day, just like brushing our teeth. Talk to them a little bit. Hello, dear friend. I see you're here. I see that you're very heavy and covering my light. Would you be willing to just step aside for a little bit so that my true self can shine and be the leader of my life. Now I could keep talking about this, but instead I'd like to invite you into a practice, an experience if you're willing, and you can participate as much or as little as you'd like, but in this way maybe you'll begin to feel a little bit about what I'm talking about. So you can close your eyes or lower your gaze, just look at the floor, and begin by imagining yourself as a very large lamp. You may be a floor lamp standing tall, or maybe you're a large end table lamp. There are no lampshades on you. Feel your light filling this whole room you are shining out to the walls. There are other lamps in the room and all of you are shining and the light is beginning to meld together and it's shining outside of the windows into the neighborhood here. It's become a beacon. 
and people notice it. They come nearer because they're curious. But then something happens. Someone says something that hurts you and you put a lampshade on. And then something happens where you might just feel a little bit jealous of someone else or competitive and another lampshade. So much going on in the world, so much fear, another lampshade feels safe. Consider what lampshades you typically put on and watch how they pile. Your feelings are valid. The lampshades are not bad. But your true self is becoming more and more shy. It's afraid to come out. And then someone tries to give you advice or fix you, and that sends another lampshade right on top of you. You and all the other lamps in this same room are in the same process of covering up, but you're able to notice it because you are still and quiet and paying attention. And so you decide to take off just one lampshade to start. Just imagine lifting it up and out and inviting it to just set aside for now. You can always come back and chat with it later. And another. Think about what you're taking up and off and setting aside. No rush. You may have one that stays on, but it's real thin, transparent. And soon, you're back to your bright, shining light. Curious, calm, courageous. You have returned again to the home of your soul, to that wise, intuitive, person to that place with a much wider perspective. The world can take a different shape. It feels more spacious. And now you know the sun is shining. You're shining brightly. The sun is shining and it does not discriminate where it shines. It shines all over and its light and its warmth mixes with yours. Because the lampshades 
not only keep us from our true self, they keep us from the web of life. And when they're off, sunshine melts with your light, and you are one. And then you notice everyone in the room has removed their lampshades. They too are shining brightly. They too are melding with the sun. Everything is a warm, bright light. There is no separation. Rest in this place. And then gently begin to open your eyes. Feel free to look around the room to notice all the other bright lamps. This meditation of taking lampshades off can be a daily practice done in silence and solitude, and it can be done in small groups where we listen deeply to each other so that we can all pay attention to our lamps our souls, our true selves. This connection to your true self doesn't promise an easy life, but it sure does offer a better one and a better world, too. May it be so. Thank you for such a beautiful message, Kelly. The connection to the true self does not make life easier, but it surely does make it better, better for us and better for the whole world. Listener, as our time today comes to a close and we move on out into our lives, may we each let our light shine. May it be our practice to remove whatever dampens that inner light of wisdom, beauty, and authenticity. And may our way of moving and being in the world invite others to do the same. Thank you so much for taking the time to join this week's episode of the Foothills Deeper Pod. It would mean so much to us if you left a positive review on Apple Podcasts, because this really does help make the podcast more visible to a greater amount of people. And if there's anyone in your life who you think would resonate with the big questions we're wrestling with over here, please do send them a link, spread the word. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you joined us.